Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Paranormal Roundtable. This is your host, Josh Turner, also known as Wolf. We call Paranormal Roundtable PRT. We, we consider ourselves a family, and everybody just calls ourselves the PRT family. And uh, we have a show. And what we do is we drop a, sh- a show every Friday, and then we do a live stream on YouTube, only a YouTube exclusive uh, on Tuesdays. Um, we do have uh, many groups in, on Facebook. We'd like you to join if you're, if you're interested. Paranormal uh, Roundtable is the main group. And then, of course, Paranormal Encounters is Tony's group, which is we call it Mushu. Uh, former co-host, uh, you know, may, may co-host again at some point, but right now he's just really working and doing what he's, he's doing. Um, and, uh, he runs Paranormal Encounters, my wife, Nellie, she runs Paranormal Lounge, and we have a Whisper to a Scream, which is Ryan Tremblay's group, but it's affiliated with us. We also have a Josh Turner fan page. It has a group that was made by a couple of fans of ours. And then we have the Josh Wolf Turner fan page group, which is the official fan page, um, which is connected to the Paranormal Roundtable uh, fan page. And so we have all these different groups and pages on uh, Facebook. So go and join those. Uh, I think that's all of them, right? Did I miss anything? And so we have all those going. Uh, we just hit 6,000 not too long ago um, for the Paranormal Roundtable group, and that's awesome. And uh, we're headed toward 15,000 subscribers on YouTube uh, for our Paranormal Roundtable group. And uh, we also would like to announce the, the, that we are on several different platforms, and, and as we have been for a long time, but we're also starting to gain a lot of traction on those other platforms. So if you are listening to us, in particular on Spotify, make sure that you um, uh, download or whatever it is that you got to do. Um, and make make sure that you like and subscribe on Facebook, on uh, YouTube, and like and uh, uh, subscribe to our groups on, on on Facebook. So we have all that going, and uh, we have prtpodcast.com, which is the website. Then we have prt uh, Josh Turner prtpodcast.com, which is my email address. And uh, so we have all that, and we we just wanted to have to get all that out of the way before we go forward. I have a guest tonight. That's going to talk about some things. She's been on the show before, and I'm about to introduce her. And uh, I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else that we need to discuss. Um, we have an art contest that goes on every month, the Willie Williams Art Contest. Don't forget about that. Um, I don't think that's it. That's pretty much all. Join us on Tuesdays for the live stream Q&A. And uh, without further ado, let me introduce you to Brenda. Hello. Brenda, you've been on the show before. Yes, I have. Yeah, and that was episode twenty-two and twenty-three. Now you were your last name has changed since yeah, it has. <laughs> since then. You were Brenda Tice. Yes. Yeah, and you're and you were with Luke Tice, and y'all came on the show together uh, as husband and wife. And you, it was episode twenty-two and episode twenty-three, and that it seems like yeah. a long time ago. It was over a hundred episodes ago. And you guys uh, talked about some things that had gone on. It was very interesting uh, shows that, that y'all did with me. There are two two episodes that were really just one for us. It was just one show, but it, it ended up in the yeah. two episodes. Yeah. But it was a very interesting show you did with us. And you talked about um, some spirit uh, things that had happened to you spiritually, but you also talked about Dogman. And so uh, recently, you, you know, we've been in touch. And uh, I believe you were going to be on 
uh, a show on the Travel Channel. But, yes, I was. Yes. Yeah, and then it it fell through that you ended up not being able to make it or something. I don't know the whole story. Yeah, it's I wasn't able to make it. I had some uh, stuff come up, so but yeah. I did talk to to Michael, and everything was good with that. Yeah. And uh, so you were you were going to uh, be on that show because you had a very interesting story. Now, subsequently, you have had like more stuff come down. Now, we're, we, you don't want to give out the location of the ranch of where you're at at this time, where you're at yeah. at this time. So we're just going to say that it's somewhere in Central Texas. So that that that's we're just going to leave it at that. It's in Central Texas, um, the area. Okay, where you are, I can tell you this. I know that that area has had um, quite a bit of, of Sasquatch activity over the last few years, um, just in that little corridor between the two towns um, where you're you're located. I'm not going to give it away. Yeah, but- there there has been. There have been a lot of, of reports and stuff, and I've had family and everything else that have told me some things that have happened to them, and they're like, you're not going to believe me, but I'm like, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> so. Yeah, over the years, that area, like I had not heard a whole lot of of uh, about Dogman, but of course, that area though, back when I would hear stories of Sasquatch, I, I th- people didn't know what Dogman was. Yeah. So I think that a lot of that might have been people saying seeing a Sasquatch that they thought they thought was a Bigfoot, but it could have actually been a Dogman because they they misidentify eat them both all the time. Yeah, because I had no idea what a dog man was until a couple, maybe three years ago. Yeah, and it's in. I've had people tell me, "Well, I saw this Sasquatch-looking creature, but it had a snout," and I'm like, "Okay, that's not a Sasquatch," you know. And then, yeah, I've had people tell me that that they saw, you know, "Oh, I saw this dog man, but it didn't have a snout." And I'm like, "Well, that's that's a, that's not it's <laughs> not a dog man," but you are initiated, like you know what which one is oh, which, yeah, and you know what they are. Okay. Yeah, and so you work uh, in this particular town, and then you drive back out to your ranch every night. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and and I know I know where that's at, where you work at, because I've driven through there many many times, and that area around there, it's there's a lot of wilderness out there, a lot of yeah, wilderness. There. You know, there's a lot of areas out there, a lot of hunting. There's a a, a state park or something not far. You know. Um, but it's, it's in that general area, but you, where you, where you live, you've had some activity that has been reoccurring and you've been, re- you've reached out to me multiple times and I've just been very busy and we keep saying, Hey, we're going to record. Now we finally hear a recording and it is in the wee hours of the morning because this is when you were up and when I'm up. So we, <clears throat> we have talked about this now. It's up to you. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with with, with the what happened to you in from the previous the prior uh, episode, or do you want to and and kind of give a brief overview of what was going on, and then or how do you want to do this? I mean, that's fine. Um, I'll just give like a brief overview of it. I like you said, I'm basically initiated. I know what they are. I know what the different types of them are. I had no idea, like I said, until a few years ago, and I had countless things happen to me as a child and then as growing up, and I I think it was my ex-husband that had reached out to you or something, and then we did the show with you, and I did a lot of research and stuff and finally figured out just exactly what was going on, but uh, besides all of that, it didn't happen for a while. I didn't have any encounters for it, 
more like a couple of years, maybe. And then last summer, um, right before my birthday is when, is when I saw a dog man again and it scared the living daylights out of me. And, and when, what, when was that? That was, I can't tell you the exact day, but it was the end of May. I know, um, I was up, I think it was during the week, I remember, because everyone had to be at work the next morning, so we all went to bed early, but um, I was up at like, it's always around the same time, between 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning, I went outside to smoke a cigarette, and it just commenced from there. So you saw, you saw a dog man, and it was, it was, like, uh, give me the, uh, give me the 411, what was going on, what happened, how? Okay, so like I said, I went outside to smoke a cigarette about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. For some reason, I couldn't sleep, and I have no idea why. But I went outside, and I was sitting on my front porch, and I had just lit my cigarette, and I had um, my puppy with me. And we also have uh, a dog on the ranch that legit, you know, he barks at everything. And all of a sudden, I heard something, like, coming down the alleyway between the the house that I was in and the stables, which are, like, right next door, but there's an alley, like a dirt road alley between it. And I heard something coming down the alley, and I really didn't pay attention to it because usually it could have been, you know, well first off in my mind, I thought it was like a horse or a cow, but then it clicked and I was like, hold on a second, you know, all the gates are closed and there's, there shouldn't be one, you know, even in this vicinity right here, right now. So I sat there and then I saw it like out of my, like the right side of my eye. And when I turned to look, it was this huge black mass and it was right on the edge of the, the porch light. And it walked very slow. It was bipedal. It was on two, two feet. I could tell the way it was dragging its feet and the way it was walking and everything. And then I immediately looked over to my left at the dog and he did not make a single noise. He set up, his ears went up and he watched it cross, um, like the huge driveway that's there. And it was kind of weird because when it crossed the driveway, where it went, there's there was a fence and a gate, and it made no noise, and it was just gone, like it just disappeared. Wow! So, and this is the only was is this the only time any, any only encounter you've had at that particular vicinity? Um. Well, the ranch is kind of big, but it's the at that particular location on the ranch. Uh, yes, that that spot is. But I have had a few other ones. One actually was just recent. And it was probably about a week and a half ago, and it was a lot more terrifying and a lot more, you know, involved within distance. Yeah, like like right there, and I don't know. I don't know. It was just it was crazy. But that one. Um, I, I was told that there was nothing on the ranch, that there there was nothing to be worried about, you know, because I would ask questions being that far out in the country. I, I was curious and they'd be like, oh, no, you know, we haven't seen anything. Nothing's been seen here. And then come to find out, you know, things, things had been seen and heard and everyone just didn't say anything about it. So <laughs> they didn't want to scare yeah. you. They didn't want, they didn't want you to be like, oh, I, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, once I told him that I had saw that, it was so funny because my my boyfriend's mom was like, "Well, it could have been a big raccoon." I was like, "Uh, no, ma'am, this was not a raccoon." So once they they heard that, you know, I started hearing 
they would talk about other things that they'd seen and that they'd heard. And, and then once I explained to them, I said, you know, look, I'm, I'm not scared. Uh, well, to a point I am, but I'm not scared of, of this kind of stuff. I've dealt with it my entire life. So once, you know, they, they found that out, they were okay. And they quite openly talked about things from there on out. Tends to be the case. Like whenever yeah. you, 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 uh, like even when you see stuff, so they'll just kind of play it off, and then but then once you tell them, look, I know what this is. I've seen this before. Yeah. Then they t- yeah. Then they tend to open up a little bit. I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> there is a rest stop, um, on that highway, not far from the town that you uh, work at, and I'm not giving away the location or anything because, like you said, you don't want anybody knowing, but. That rest stop, I actually did. It, it is one, uh, I, like I said, most of the stuff I've gotten is Bigfoot in that area, in that, that little corridor right there. But there was a guy who told me a story about a, about being uh, messed with at a rest stop right there. And I don't know if you know which rest stop I'm talking about, but there's like a... I, I do. I yeah. Do. And so he told me that he went to sleep there one night and he woke up. He had his windows down. He goes, it was like, uh, just like it was late spring, you know. And he said that it was it was cool. The, the night was cool, but it was several years ago. I guess now it would be when he told me this. And uh, he said that uh, he woke up to hearing like a grunting, growling, and something was messing with the trash. And at first he thought that it was like a raccoon. But then when he got up and he looked, and he thought maybe it was, a, it was, it was making so much noise, he thought maybe it was a family of raccoons. And when he looked, he saw this big, oversized uh, wolf-looking creature and yeah. when he spotlighted it, it turned, and when it looked at him, it had, like, red eyes. And he was like, oh, my gosh. So he, and he was sleeping. He was sitting there with his windows down in, in like, a Toyota Corolla or, Toy, you know, like a little, I don't remember if it was a Camry or what, but it was a small car. Like, I believe it was a yeah. Toyota of some kind. And I was like, are you kidding me? So he, he turned his vehicle on and rolled the windows up and drove. And he said he drove right past it, and it just kept chewing on whatever it was it was chewing on. And it was it just it just looked at him and watched him drive off. And he never saw it stand up on 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 two legs, but he said that it was really elongated. And he said that you know if I had to put a, a guess, I, I would say that I had an encounter with the dogman. And so he always believed that. He said that it looked real mangy, not mangy, but uh, like rangy, kind of thin. Yeah. Yeah. But he said that it looked and it looked uh, absolutely terrifying, and like its eyes were just red dots. And he asked me if I thought that uh, that indicated something evil, and I was like, uh, probably. <laughs> I mean, because exactly. you know, in yeah. nature, you don't really. I mean, you know, I I know that that when people take pictures, you know, and, and back especially when when we were young, you'd get the red eyes, you know, and you look like you know you look like a demon or something. But uh, not just shining the lights on something and it turns and its eyes are just completely red, like like glowing embers, because that's yeah, what that's- he yeah. But uh, anyways, I just thought that would be a horrific thing. What's even more unsettling about that was I was traveling through there at one point, and I actually got really tired and went to sleep at that spot. But I wasn't. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I, but I wasn't alone, and and so I just took. I was just really tired. I was coming back from the big city, you know, and I was like, I'm tired. I got to stop, and so I did. And I had like a bite to eat, and then I just went. But I had somebody that was in the back seat asleep. And so I just decided to go ahead and, and, and kick back and take a little nap. And, uh, yeah, I, I did. I was, uh, I think I was like in my late teens or something, you know, and I should have thought, man, I probably shouldn't, you know, didn't see anything? no, didn't see nothing. I, I did, I did, uh, pull, pull into that same spot one time, uh, with my wife, uh, you know, just a couple of years ago. 
Um, and I just was coming back from visiting somebody, uh, and, and we stopped and, uh, we saw like this stray dog running around. That was it. You know, we didn't, and, and we tried to call it, but it, it was a cute little dog, but it wouldn't come to us. So Aww. yeah, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I just, I know that when he, when that guy told me that story, I knew exactly where he was at, what he was talking about. So, yeah, I know where it's at. It's a creepy spot. And then you go down further, there's like a creek. You know, there's like a little little walkway or what like I guess like a little path or something. I was like, I'm not going down. Those woods are thick down in there. Yeah, no. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So where you were at, okay, where you live now, you, you had that incident and now your current uh uh bo- you know, boyfriend. Bo- you know, yeah, whatever. my boyfriend. So he he's had things happen too? Like his family said, Oh yeah, we've had some stuff happen here. Oh yeah. He's um when I first like the very first time I ever went to the ranch, he, he was telling me stories like about lights and things that he's seen. And I was like, Oh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I don't believe you. And me, I should have known better than to say that because if there's what I've seen out here, there's other things, obviously. So, you know, I would always just rush it off and things like that. And we actually, we saw lights. We've seen lights on several occasions. We've heard extremely weird noises. We've seen shadowy figures. Um, he said that he could be sitting outside and like, look up and there's this one spot where this light would always be there. And then he would go inside or he would walk off or something and come back and it was gone. And then it would just reappear again. And I actually, me and his mom both witnessed that one night with him. We were sitting on the porch and he was like, hey, there's that light. And we look up and there's the light. And then, you know, we start talking and look back up there like 10 minutes later and it's gone. And then it just reappears later on in the afternoon. So I would always like throw it off as being um, a star or a a plane or something like that. And it got to the point where we would see – several different things. And I finally had to acknowledge, Hey, this is not a plane. Planes don't do this. They don't move this way. So, so let me, I got two questions for you. First question. Okay. Why would you tell him that you didn't believe him? Um, well, the, the first time, you know, that I actually tried to talk to him about something like this, he, you know, the big macho man thing, he's like, well, I've been in and out of those woods and I haven't seen anything. And I've been out there two, three o'clock in the morning. And, you know, sometimes I just think people are making stuff up, you know, just for attention. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stop you right there. So that, that really, I just, I put it off for a while because I didn't want him to think that I was crazy. I didn't want to sound crazy. Just starting out a new relationship with someone, you know, you really don't want to tell them that you're seeing big black dogs walk around. So. I mean, that, that's understandable, but, um, so when he told you what he saw, you you just said, Oh, I don't believe you. Well, I mean, I didn't tell him I didn't believe him, you know, not at first. I, well, actually I didn't tell him at all. I didn't believe him. I just told him that it was kind of hard to believe that, you know, you're driving down the, the street to come, you know, to go through the gate onto the ranch and you you look in your rear view mirror and your other mirrors, you can even turn around and look behind you and there's no lights in the sky. And then all of a sudden when you go like right around the corner, there's this light that's right there that was not there two seconds ago. So I told him, you know, maybe he was just, I thought he was exaggerating and Come to find out he wasn't. I really honestly, I, I did believe him, but I didn't want to scare the crap out of myself because most of the time at night in the evenings, I was at home alone and he was at work. So 
So then let me ask you this, Brenda. Now, okay, this is the second question I was going to ask. What did these lights look like? How high up off the ground were they? Where where were they located? Um, Right above the tree line. You could actually, you know, sit there and stare at them and they would they would move like hover left to right or they would go up higher or they would go down. They looked like literally like a ball of fire and they were some of them were yellow, one of two of them were red and then the rest of them have been just like regular white lights. But I started paying closer attention, like really close attention when we were sitting outside around midnight we were going to watch the uh the meteor shower that was gonna was gonna go over us and we kept looking over to where the light was and it was still there but it it started to move like we physically watched it move and then go back to the same spot that it was at and i was like okay you know planes don't move like that they they don't hover like that they don't back up and then go forward that that just doesn't happen and there's no noise there's absolutely no noise no um plane noises and then sometimes the crickets and the frogs they stop so it's completely silent outside so and so you you guys were seeing these lights now you said they were different colors yes and but they they weren't you wouldn't describe them as ufo type like like spacecraft or anything like that no like it didn't look anything like that it was um i don't i don't know not your, not what a typical UFO would look like. Everyone knows what that looks like, but no, it was just a, a ball of light, and it, it was just after a while, it got to be really freaky because sometimes I'd be by myself outside. Uh, how high up off the ground? Like right above the tree line. Tree line. You know, and, trees and are like maybe I know thirty what or forty tree, feet high. Yeah, I know what the trees look like out there. I mean, yeah. but, but I needed to make sure I get a visual image for the people at home listening. So, so these things, and they, and how big were these balls of light? Like the size of a person, two people, like how, how big? Uh, they had to be, they had to be quite large. Like, yeah. Like quite large in size because around like where our house is, there's a big tank in front of our, to the left of our house. And then there's like an open, kind of an open field. So at the edge of the tree line, it's probably got to be maybe two or 300 yards. And then there's the tree line and you look up and there's this, this light that's there. So it's not, it wasn't small. And let me explain, let me, let me, let me just explain people at home listening. See people at home, if you're from Texas, you already know this. I'm not talking to you, but everybody who's not from Texas or who has not visited here. Okay. Just so you understand when she says a tank, she means that a literal <laughs> tank, like we have tanks that we keep in our front yard. You know, because we're just, we're, we're gun crazy here. So we, she had a tank, literally a Sherman tank from World War II, and they would oh actually my. use it to shoot oh at these creatures when they would come onto the property. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Like a tank or as people. Oh, oh you did, you're not talking about a tank. Oh, okay. Cause we have tank. I was like, we have, <laughs> we have tanks in every, I thought everybody had tank in the yard. You're the only one that didn't oh, have. Oh, come on, come on. It's That's Texas. Right. No, it's like- Texas. Come on. Like an actual fishing pond, you know. Oh, out okay, here all right. Because I was going to say, I was like, she has a bazooka, she has a tank. <laughs> Obviously, you're a Texan. You have these things, and you have cowboy boots and a lasso. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, my gosh. Okay, anyway, I'm, I'm messing with folks. We do have cowboy boots and lassos. But, uh, oh yeah, God. so so anyways, you you have a tank. Like It's a water is what it is. I always try to tell people. A big it, body of water. Body yes. of water. It's like a pond, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. And, and that's another thing too. If you have those on your property, if you're going to see them, like I know that I did one story. Um, We've had five. Yeah. That, that, no, that's where you'll five, find them. Sorry, five tanks. Yeah. Five tanks. Mm -hmm. Cause they're, they're for the cows. Yes. Yeah. And, and when you have the, well, when and you, we fish too, and you so. have fish, you stock pond, you could stock them, you know? And yeah. Uh, yeah. And so there was a place down in South Texas that I did a, a discatter story about not too long ago. And this guy that he had 30 of them. 30 of them down in his, in his uh, property. And he was having all kinds of activity uh, going uh -huh. on. His, I said, well, yeah, because you have 30 tanks of water that you're stocking with fish. So they're going yeah. in there, they're eating the fish and they're drinking up the water. And he's like, well, how do I get rid of them? I'm like, I don't know. Get rid of your tanks. Stop having fish in them. I don't, I, that, I can't give you any more <laughs> advice than that. I mean, oh you know, I'm not trying to be, I was trying to be rude to the guy. And, and if yeah. you're listening at home, you know, uh, he, he's very, very nice guy. I just, he just you know, asked me that question off of, you know, he sent me a message and I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, but that, that, that's there. That's very common to see them. My, my cousins, I guess it would be my cousin's cousin who had uh, a tank and, and he had some people, you know, uh, who went out there to go uh, do some hunting and, and right there near the tank, they saw one of these creatures and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. uh, par for the course. Yeah. Central Texas has a lot of these, of sightings of these creatures. I mean, if, if you came down here to visit, don't go, oh yeah, I'm expecting to see a dog man, so I'm going to Central Texas. But if you're out at night in the woods in Central Texas, you might. <laughs> I mean, you, you probably got a you know a good shot. I mean, if if you're yeah, gonna you see, yeah, you gotta be it. really careful. Yeah, they're, they're they're roaming around. I don't know what the deal is with that, but they they definitely there is definitely a Sasquatch and 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 dog man activity down here. So I think it might be the abundance of all the cattle. Maybe. I think there's a lot has a lot to do with it. There's cows everywhere and there's hogs everywhere. Oh and my then gosh. Yeah. There's so many deer. Okay. Like if you're in Austin, right? You literally like the complex, apartment complexes, my, my guards that do patrol, they run into deer. Like you have, you have to keep from hitting the deer and they're in the complexes. Oh yeah, my aunt. She's from Cedar Park. And oh yeah. Oh god, right everywhere in of, Cedar yeah. Park. Yeah. Like right in the middle of town. You know, it's crazy. You see deer crossing the road. Yeah, they'll just walk right out and you just right out in front of the freaking you know whatever. I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, and like people come from other states and they're like we have deer, but not like y'all. I mean, you know, and we have so much game out here. Wild turkeys. Yeah. You have deer. I mean, you know, there's quail. There's every type of game animal you can imagine out here. And there's different types of deer, blacktail, whitetail, mule deer. I mean, they're everywhere. And so yeah. you could throw a rock and hit a deer. I mean, it's like there's, there's no shortage of animals out here. And the, and, the, and the wild hogs are just out of control. And then everybody owns cattle. I mean, folks, it's not an exaggeration when they say, oh, people in Texas are cattle. It's, this is a cattle state. Yeah, I mean, the Cattlemen's Association is very powerful. They're strong here, you know. And so, um, you know, there's cows everywhere. I mean, so, you know, people have ponds and a lot of people, it's very rural in a lot of areas. I know where you're at, There's it's a lot of just open rural area. And so they have, uh, a lot of people have stock ponds and they have uh, tanks for the, the, the cattle to drink. Those are hot spots for these creatures because that's, you know, there's water. I mean, you know, it's just, yeah. it's, and, and there's creeks everywhere and, there, and there's rivers all over the freaking place. Lots of water here. So it, it's, it's a paradise, a haven for these uh, cryptids. And so anyways, back to what you were saying, you, you, you had an encounter uh, and the, you were seeing these balls of light or, and, yeah. and, and so, yeah. And so your, your boyfriend, do you told him about the, uh, the dog man? 
Oh yeah, he he already knows. I've explained to him in great detail. I've went over all of my encounters and stuff with him. And at first, he was the same way I was about um, the balls of light and stuff. He was very skeptical. He did not believe me. He was like, oh, "Okay, well, I haven't seen it, so I don't I don't believe it's out there." And he slowly started to believe me when things started happening on the ranch. Like, um, I don't know if most people know what an empath is. It's not, it's not a medium. It's not a psychic or anything like that, but you, you can feel things like feelings and emotions that are projected off of another human or another, yeah, another being that's around you. And that happens to me quite a lot. So when I'm, just walking by myself on the ranch or if I'm at home at night by myself or even like the other night I was sitting on the couch watching TV with Nathan all of a sudden I could feel it on in the vicinity around the house and then you we started hearing things and the 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 light the motion sensor outside that light started going off and that light is quite a few feet up off the ground so you have to walk like or pass right next to it for it to go off so whatever it was had to have been at least nine to ten feet tall oh my gosh yeah that's rare i mean now if if it is now now not necessarily for sasquatch but yeah for dogman that's that's rare yeah they're not that tall not 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 usually seven eight feet typically you know that's the story i get i don't don't usually get them that that big i mean i have stories from other states but here not so much let me ask you i've never seen one that big no and so he saw it? No, but he has seen he says that he hasn't saw it. But he's told me that he's seen shadows and stuff like that like at night through the the trees and and through, you know, on the property and things like that. I think that he has, but he just doesn't want to admit to me doesn't that he has. It. Yeah. Yeah, cuz several times he's been outside um he'll go outside to smoke a cigarette or he'll take our dog out. I still have Leona. Well, you know, he'll take her out and he'll abruptly come back in the house very quickly. And I'm like, you know, what's wrong, babe? What's going on? Oh, nothing, nothing. And then he'll like, look out the the window or out the, the glass that's on the door. And I know exactly what it is because I can feel it. I know what's out there. And I think that he just doesn't want to admit that he's seen it. So. And so you think that he's actually seeing these creatures, but he's not admitting it. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that he has. Uh, he just he won't admit it because for what reasons, I have no idea. But I'm I'm pretty sure if everyone else, including, you know, family that's there has seen it, he's he can't be the only person that hasn't. On and, so, the property. <clears throat> and that was the question I was going to ask anybody else in the household seen him besides you. Um. Well, as far as I know, I, I don't know the exact stories, but as far as I know, they have, um, he hasn't gone into detail with me about it, but he's told me that he's heard some, some crazy stuff that's, that's been seen and some, some weird looking creatures that have been seen. And then I'll ask him questions and he's like, yeah, I just, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, okay. That's a lot of people because, you know, (laughs) there's a lot of people that just feel like, if yeah. if you talk about it, then something's going to happen. You know, it's going to make something happen. You know, um, <clears throat> I I don't subscribe to that personally because I believe this. If you dwell on it, then then yeah, you can manifest things. But just just talking about something that's happened, I don't ne- I don't think it's necessarily like going to call it up or conjure it up. No, 
But uh, yeah, it isn't it isn't good to dwell on anything that's negative. But when he the shadows that he saw in between the tree line, has he has he told you like anything like what they could be like what he thinks that I mean it's any anything at all? No, he when he's seen something like that, he usually comes to me and asks me and there for a little while he thought it was kind of like a little game like he would come and ask me hey do you feel anything or hey you know i saw something outside what do you feel how how do you feel how's it making you feel and after a while you know it stopped being a little game to him and he started taking it seriously and he he like i said he told he never told me if he saw anything all that he saw were shadows and that's it so he would come no. to you and be like, Brenda, by a round of applause, what have you seen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> basically. basically. Two, you two know, claps yeah, for you... Bigfoot, three claps for Dogman, one for Ghost. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. But okay, so this is going to sound kind of funny, but like, I mean, have you seen anything else? I mean, like, is there anything else, like, other than Bigfoot, have you seen any other, like, spiritual type entities that you think uh, this could be something spiritual or was there, any, um, like, anything else? The feeling that that I started getting, it was probably maybe three weeks ago. And I had talked to my cousin about this and my cousin, he obviously, he doesn't live there, but I was talking to my cousin about it and he had come and visited me. He was only there for a couple of hours, but he got, he got the feeling that, and I don't like saying what it is because it really does. It really bothers me. Um, he got the feeling that there was something there that was very bad and it, it is spiritual, but it can manifest itself into a physical form. And he said that that's the feeling that he got, which is actually identical to the feeling that I, that I would get sometimes. And it would only be at night when I got this, this feeling. And I would feel immediately, I, I would feel like animosity and anger and just not good, not good at all. And so the, and the, this this is at the house itself, not the ranch. Yes. Yeah, this is on well, no, it's not the it's not the house. I honestly I think it's something to do with the land. You know, maybe it, Indians could have lived there a long time ago. I don't know. It's something to do with the land. But the house, um the man that owns it, he built the house itself. So I know nothing nothing bad has happened there. It's just it's a weird, eerie feeling around a couple of areas, two certain areas uh, on the ranch, and it it makes me like nauseous. It makes me sick to my stomach sometimes. The, to be in those areas. Yeah, yeah. To be in those areas, it just I get really sick to my stomach, and I get lightheaded, and it's it's like it's drawing my energy into itself to manifest or something. I mean, I've, so I've been told that before cause I've talked to a few um, different people about it before, but they said that that's what it's doing is, and Nathan, he, he does the same thing. Like every once in a while he will, he'll start feeling nauseous or sick to his stomach. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm not feeling good to my stomach right now. And then we would hear something outside or then we would see a shadow or, a light or something. And I talked to like different people that I've talked to. They said that that's what it it's really doing is taking your energy to manifest to basically scare the out of you. So, so he's had his own encounters 
that you, yes. I mean, that you believe, and he, but he doesn't, he's not forthcoming about it. He's not, he's not talking no. about it. Okay. No. All right. And, but he grew up there? Uh, no, he's lived there. He's probably lived there for about 20 years. Okay. All right. So he, so he's lived there for 20 years and he, how old is he now? Uh, he'll be 33 this year. Yeah. I'm 30. I'll be 35. Yeah. He'll be 33 this year. Okay. So like, so he, so he, he moved there as a teen, a young teenager as a kid. Yes. Yeah. I know that, but he did move there as a teenager. So. Okay. And he, and his, his, his mom and his dad are both still alive. Yes, they both are. His dad lives out of town, but his mom lives there. Okay. And I've actually, I've asked her, I've asked her about things like that. If she's seen anything or, you know, shadows or anything like that. And she, she doesn't say that she hasn't and doesn't say that she has. She just says that she's not worried about that kind of stuff because, you know, we are Christian. We are saved. We, you know, we do believe in, in God and all that. And that's, that's what she says. She says, if I ever get a weird feeling or anything, I either grab my Bible or I start praying. And I'm like, you know, I do the same thing, obviously, but I, she won't go into detail about it with me. That, that right there, she won't do. She won't talk about it. No. <clears throat> what about his dad? Um. Well, he lives out of town. It's not his dad that owns the property. But he, he, has he been out there? Does he, did he live there? Did he grow up there? No, no, he, no, he never lived there. His dad never lived there. Um, I don't know if his, his dad's ever been there. I'm not for sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Cause I was trying to figure out who else. So who else lives there? Uh, right. I'm trying to think it just, different people have lived there. I mean, it, it just depends. Like he's had cousins that live there. He's had siblings that live there. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm sitting on my back porch. I'm just being very aware of my surroundings. And uh, he's had friends that have lived there. So, I mean, it, it's just different people that have seen different things. I don't know the extent to what people have seen, but I know that only one other person has seen something like I have. So, Okay, so yeah, so the I guess that's what I was trying to get at. So you now moving forward, like you, you said you've had one, you had one encounter that was what you said, like a year ago. Yes, that was, that was last summer. I had that one encounter, but I don't, honestly, I don't know if it even knew that I was sitting there more than likely it did because these things are intelligent. So I think it knew that I was sitting there. It just was not worried about me. It was going off to do something else. And then recently is the. Well, I've, I've seen two recently, the same one, just, um, twice. And I honestly, I, I didn't know what to do. Like it's been such a long time that I just sat there. I, I didn't move. I didn't freak out. I didn't jump up and scream and be like, Oh my God, there's something. Uh, I just very calmly put my cigarette out very calmly acted like I was done. And I went in the house. And so, and recently though, you said you had another encounter. This is the second and only other encounter you've had on, on the property of, of these on, things. Uh, it's the third one. Third one. Okay. Let's yes, get in, let's get into one. the, okay. So that, that one you just talked about, that was the first one. Yes. Okay. Now let's get into the second one. Okay. The second one, it was, we were staying in one of the cabins that's down by, uh, the, the main tank that's fished out of. And the, the second one, that one was probably maybe about three months ago. And it was, 
in the middle of the night, like I said, it always happens around the same time, between 3 and 4, sometimes between 12 and 3, but this time it was between the same time, 3 and 4. And the only thing that I noticed that was predominant was all of the, the bugs and the frogs and everything stopped. And I, my dog was in the house. I did not have her outside with me. And the cabin is like right there on the water. I mean, you walk up the dock and you look down and the water it's, it's right there. Well, across, across the, the tank, the pond. Okay. Across the pond. Um, there was something that was in the water. Like it was at the edge of the water and it wasn't small. It was maybe probably like 150 yards from me. And it was, you know, just mewling about in the water and stuff like that. And I went to stand up and what I did, I dropped my lighter and when I dropped my lighter, it like looked up at me and it kind of had like amber, amber colored eyes. So I already knew what it was I, before I even saw its eyes. I knew what it was. So I immediately went in the house and locked the doors and you could hear stuff outside the rest of the night. You could hear something walking around in the yard. You could hear, um, I've even heard scratches on the side of the house before. And so I, of course I knew what was out there. I made sure all the doors were locked, but like, that's going to stop it anyways. And uh, the only thing I could do that I knew of that would actually work is I grabbed my Bible. So. And you I got, you, you saw ahead. it by yourself. Like, like he was, your boyfriend was in the cabin. Yeah. He was asleep. Okay. He he was asleep. I saw it by myself. And um, And when you saw it and, and you said you knew exactly what it was when you saw it. Oh yeah. I knew exactly what it was before it even lifted up its head. I knew what it was because the feeling that I got from it is the same feeling that I got from a couple of childhood encounters. And then, you know, one, when I was a teenager and then when I had done, when me and my ex-husband had done the interview with you guys, uh, the one that was recent, like the re most recent one, I got that feeling when I actually saw its head come out of the bushes. That's the feeling that I got. And that was probably maybe about 20 feet from me when that one happened. So and you were positive that that, it, that that's it was a dog man. Oh yeah, no, it was that. Yes, it was. What did it look like? It was. It wasn't scrawny. I'm going to say that it, it wasn't scrawny. Um, it was. There wasn't a full moon, but there was a moon out, and it's you know the light reflects off the water. You can see pretty good there, and there's not trees shrouding it or anything like that. But it was. It was kind of. It was shaped like like a like a big wolf as it was setting down and you could just you know make out the outline you could tell that it was kind of kind of husky a little bit it wasn't skinny it had it had a tail i will tell you that it did it had a tail i could see its ears like they were predominantly pointy ears i saw that so i was like okay you know and it was like using it was using its front i don't know what you want to call it hand paw whatever to dig in, in the edge of the water. Like you could hear it like, like digging in the water. So like the dirt that's right there. And then when I went to stand up to go inside, I dropped my lighter. And when it turned, like it snapped its head to look at me, it had like the hand, it's, it's hand was like, like pinned up against its chest to, and the other one was down. So you could definitely tell that they were elongated. They were longer than they're supposed to be. And then that's when I saw its eyes and I was like, Nope, I'm going in the house. So it's not, it, it was, it's very terrifying. I mean, a lot of people that, you know, have encounters, they don't like talking about it. They don't like anyone to know because of fear of people thinking that they're crazy. So, 
I mean, I, I totally Well, not just that, that, but I mean, the, the, the just re- retelling it and reliving it and having to go through it. And then I get yeah, people actually, all the time that tell me that my show is scary, that they don't, you know. And I know that if you're into this kind of thing and you listen to all these different podcasts and you're used to it, you know, you know that that's yeah. the deal. But I have a lot of people who, who listen to my show exclusively and they'll tell me, I like your show, but it's it's kind of scary, you know. So I, I, try to, I try to bring a little bit of levity to it. But I mean... Yeah, if you're sitting out there and you see something um, really large, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting outside right now, so I'm kind of I'm on edge and mm-hmm. I'm extremely nervous. So, <laughs> well, just remember, if it kills you, you only die once. Oh my gosh, Josh! <laughs> That's That's not funny. Oh god. Well, you know, you're not going to die. That's that's the thing, and you have to tell yourself that. No, I've got my bible so you got your bible and and a shotgun i I was gonna say there you go and you're talking you're talking to me and nothing's gonna happen to you now i can't i can't guarantee you when you get the phone i'm just saying with with me stop it (laughs) (laughs) i'm giving you a hard time i'm I'm just trying to i know i'm trying to lighten the mood because i i know that you're 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 afraid and you you've expressed that to me you know when you and luke were on the show and you had talked and and you know you both had this uh, I don't know what you would trepidation yeah. about talking to me at first because I know that we, you know, we went round and round, but you guys were going to talk, and there was this supposed researcher in that other group that had kind of made fun of your post about going to the trash or something. You were taking out the trash, and I was like, "This guy." Yeah, and- he did, and it, it really that that really pissed me off because it just when when he did that, it made me literally think that everything he was talking about was horse. Excuse my language, but. Because he wouldn't make fun of it if he actually saw half the things that he said that he saw. Yeah, he claimed to know that's everything. Not, yeah, I call him the yeah, dog man whisperer. Yeah, know. that's not something to it's it's not something to joke about. It's not a feeling that I would wish on my worst enemy, I'm telling you. It when you're that terrified and you've seen it and you've been that terrified, you're not gonna make fun of someone else that that's feeling the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and and so and earlier, just just to clarify, I wasn't trying to make funny. I just was trying to bring some levity to it because I don't want you to. No, feel no, no, you're out. fine. You're yeah. no, you're good. It's that's it's very welcome. Like I said, you know, I am sitting on the back porch. I am a little nervous. I don't have a weird feeling or anything like that. I will tell you that I do feel like I'm being watched. I'm not going to lie about that. It is, and it is the Mexican stirring frog of southern Sri Lanka. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's a cryptid. It, in fact, my friend Ken Gerhard's looking for it. He's probably going to find it, and it's going to be identified. So don't worry. That's okay. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but sir, okay, seriously though. So, so are you? Can you talk about the third encounter? Oh yeah, I can. I can talk about it. If I just uh, stop talking for a second, don't don't pay any mind to me. It's just it's not hard to talk about. It just it, like, it, it's giving me goosebumps to even think about it. So this was like, this was like a week ago. A week. Yeah. About a week ago. Wow. Literally, and, literally like last week, like a week. Yeah. Ago. It was, it was last week. And, um, I had gotten off work. Hold, hold on one second. I, Let me ask you this, Brennan, I mean to interrupt, but did, did, this fine. is what prompted you to get in touch with me recently. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just to clarify yeah, that, that, that's cause... why I, you know, I reached out to you and I was like, you know, this is this. I, I had to tell you this. I had to. So 
you know, it was like last week and I had gotten off work. I usually get off late. Sometimes I don't get off till one or two o'clock, but I had gotten off, excuse me, probably about 1230 and I got out to the house and I was by myself and, um, my boyfriend and, and his cousin, they were actually on their way back to the house. Well, when they got home, everything was normal. Um, I talked to him for a little bit and then he was like, Hey, you know, I have to go up here and I've got to get this truck and then we're going to come back to the house. Like, which is at the front of the property. I was like, yeah, that's fine. So I'm sitting there on the front porch, you know, I just lit my cigarette and I hear this weird noise. It's, and I've heard it before, but not, not as consecutive. And I, I heard this weird noise off to my left and it sounded like the noise, you know, that the lions make when they're trying to talk to each other, like the, the low. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I heard that and I just, I, I told myself it's probably just a big bullfrog. Literally. I told myself that and I, I just went about looking on my phone. Well, <laughs> it, it kept on and then it got higher pitched and then it stopped and then it got higher pitched again to the point where it sounded like someone was yelling, like someone yelled twice in the pasture and I I stopped and I looked and I didn't see anything, but I looked and I was like, okay, I got this weird feeling. I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go in the house. So I went in the house and, you know, my boyfriend and his cousin had gotten back and we were all watching TV and stuff. And then my boyfriend went to sleep and about three 45, I I went outside to smoke a cigarette before I was going to bed with uh, my, my boyfriend's cousin. And we were sitting there and he was just talking, you know, he was yapping and yapping and yapping and, and he starts telling me the story about when he's at his house, which is like a, like a couple miles down the road, maybe not even that, maybe a mile down the road. He starts telling me about one night he was sitting there and he heard this weird noise out by the road. And when he looked, it was the dead of night. He saw this big black looking wolf thing just walking nonchalantly down the middle of the road. And I was like, okay, so I'm trying to listen to him. But then I start to notice that the crickets stopped, like they, they stopped chirping. And then one by one, the frogs were stopping. And then when it finally clicked in my head, it was completely silent. And I told him, I said, shut up. I told him, I said, be quiet. And he was like, what, am I talking too much? I said, no, just shut up. And he stopped talking and you could hear something over to the left of us, like right across the fence in the pasture, something was moving around. So when I get nervous, I instinctively, I start talking myself So, you know, I start asking him questions about, you know, what he was talking about and things like that. And then I heard this and this, I I don't like this. This is what freaks me out. And this actually scaring me right now. Um, I heard this popping noise. Like it, I've only heard it one time before in my entire life and you never forget it. I'm sorry, but you don't. And I heard this popping noise and all of a sudden I got goosebumps and I felt like something was literally staring at me. So I'm sitting there talking to him and I just turned to my left and I look and I I had to strain my eyes. But when I saw what I saw, I turned to him and I told him, I said, it's time for us to go in the house. And he was like, oh, am I talking too much? Are you tired? I said, Just trust me. We need to go in the house. And it made the noise again. And that's when it caught his attention. And he turned and he looked and he said that he, what he saw, he's basically, he's seen something like that before, but sorry, it's just, I'm, I'm a little nervous. 
Um, no, you're good. I'm just, just relax. You know, he's seen something like that before, but never in that close proximity. And he, he asked me if I ever had, and I was like, yeah. And I told him, I was like, shut up, you know, just, just come in the house. So I put my cigarette out, you know, I just threw a whole cigarette away. I did not care at that point. And we went in the house. And after that, you could hear something walking around the house. You could hear uh, something walking around my bedroom window, right outside my bedroom window. My dog, who normally, you know, she's very hyperactive. uh, She was in her dog crate and she was laying there with her ears up, just looking around, you know, not making any noise or anything like that. And sorry, I'm just, I'm looking around because I heard something. Um, Or making any noises like that, so I, I knew, it with along with the feeling that I was having that that it was outside. I I knew it was outside. So I already know you're going to ask me what it looked like. It it wasn't black. It wasn't. It was a lighter shade, maybe um, a dark gray, kind of whitish. You know, like maybe it was older. I I got the feeling that it was an older. Um, entity that it, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, what do they call them? I know. What is the word? I'm elemental. No, like, um, an adolescent. It, it oh, was not an okay, adult. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. You mean like it, an adult? It, oh, yeah, I thought you were talking about like, like an entity, like an, like no, an ancient entity no, 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 or something. No. Oh no. I knew what it was, but no, it, it wasn't How big an adolescent. Was it? Um, it, it was pretty big. Like, uh, if I had to, I'm sitting here looking at my hands and looking at the fence. Um, let me see. So that'd be one, two, probably maybe about two foot wide, like from side to side. And Jeez, I don't know how, how long, but like, yeah, it was like, it was about, it had to have been two foot wide. And I, ju- I, I just looked at it for a second and Like I said, I already knew what it was, and it kind of moved forward just a little bit, but not enough to where I could make anything out. And then I saw its eyes. That, right, I I don't care who makes fun of me. I don't care who calls me a sissy. I will tell you, I literally peed in my pants. I did. I'm not going to lie. I did. And when we, when I finally got him to shut up and go in the house, you know, I, I did not get get rid of that that overbearing feeling i i didn't it just it would not go away it's like it did not leave it's like it stayed there outside until the next day it was very terrifying like i'm i'm looking around right now and on the tree line and stuff and it was it was extremely terrifying oh i'm getting goosebumps yeah it was just i'm not gonna say oh it's just one of those things no no (laughs) no so the next day, me and him, uh, we were talking about it, and we told my boyfriend about it, and I told my boyfriend that I was going to uh, call you and let you know you know, what had happened, and he said, okay, and that, that was that. We didn't talk about it anymore. And then so <clears throat> what – did you talk to him about it? I mean, what did he say? Oh, yeah. I mean, no, me, me and my boyfriend, we have talked uh, several times about several different things, and then we, we talked about this. Um, he, he said that he told me, he said, I'm not going to say that I don't believe you, uh, you know, obviously because I've seen shadows and things like that. And he, he, I'm just getting this weird feeling. He, um, 
he didn't like the way that it was making me uncomfortable, even just talking about it. So he just said that he would keep an eye out. And I told him, I was like, you know, even if you keep an eye out, there's really, there's, there's nothing that you can do about it. I mean, no, you, you can't do anything about it besides either start praying or grab your Bible. So he was like, oh, you know, we have a shotgun. And I was like, you know, he's like, you know, uh, we have a shotgun and I'll just take it outside with me. And I was like, no offense, even though I'm sitting right here with one, it's not, it's not going to do anything. It, it's not. So anyways, I got to So, so are you okay? Yeah, I'm just, it, it's just, it, it I'm just really nervous now. Like my hands are sweating really bad and I'm just trying to calm myself down. So I, I know it, it, I don't know. I just, I don't like the feeling that I'm getting right now. And this is the only place that I get service on my phone. So. Okay. Well, I don't do you, like the feeling of being watched. I don't like that. It makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. So, okay, so the, and so this was just like a week ago and and yeah. and he you saw it and he saw it too or just you saw it? No, I we we both did, but he didn't like at first um our cousin he didn't want to he didn't want to acknowledge it because uh because of, you know, being a Christian and then I I do believe he's Catholic. I think he's Catholic. Um it just I don't think it registered with him when, when I, when I reference religion, I don't think it registered to him um, because if it's like an entity, that's an evil entity or something like that, you can always combat it with, you know, with, with Christ. And, and even with it being flesh and blood, you can still do the same thing. But I, I don't, I don't think that it's, he's really wrapped his head around what he saw. Cause he told me, he was like, yeah, I, I saw that. And, and I, you know, thought that it was just a, a big old coyote. That's what he said. And that's no. And you're positive that it wasn't a big old coyote. Oh, no, no, it was not a big old coyote. I'm sorry, but it wasn't. There is no freaking coyote in the world that has a head that big. How big? And you said the head. How big do you think the head was? Oh, good God. Like I said, just the front of it looked Looked to be about a foot and a half, two feet, like wide. Um, it was massive. Uh, it was. <sighs> I'm trying to compare it to the one that I saw. The one that I that me and Luke had told you about that I had saw. It had stuck its head out of the bushes. And that was a big black one. It it wasn't as, I wouldn't say it was as big as that one, but it was it was quite big. It, it was big. I'm trying to find something to compare it to. Uh, you know, a five gallon bucket. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit bigger than that. Wow. Yeah. And I'm looking at a five gallon bucket right now. So yeah, it was, it was bigger than that. Just like the, the density of it was bigger than that. And the reason I can, I say that I do believe that it was, it stayed there till like the next day was because I would hear, like I said, we heard noises outside. I heard something outside my bedroom window. I heard something tapping on on one of the windows at the opposite end of the house and it was very dense it was it had a lot of force behind it you could tell and it wasn't with a, a nail or you know a key or a fork or a spoon or anything like that no this thing had some density behind it and 
I'm pretty sure that's what it was, you know, just trying to test out the waters and see how far it could get or how, you know, just whatever it could do. I don't know. I'm kind of rambling a little bit. I'm was sorry. it black? It was uh, like a light, a light shade of gray. And there was enough light for me to see that, to see the size of its head and to see the, at least the, the shade of what it was. It was not black. It was, um, it, it was like a, a shade of gray. And then it was like gray and white, like tinged with white, you know, like it was, it was older. And the, the feeling I got from it, it was not, like I said, it was not an adolescent. It was not a young adult. It was older. So you think it was an old, like an old creature? Yeah, I, I think it was. But like it was and black at one time, and and I guess I should yeah. have phrased it that way. Do you think that at one aged. time it was black? That's that the, the original fur was black. Yeah, and then it just aged. That's yeah. that's what I saw. And it was very large. And did you get any other feelings from it? Uh, just that I was scared shitless. Yeah, I'm like, gonna have, have to I'm do a lot of editing. Thanks, Brenda. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was petrified. Is that better? I, you were, I was, yes, you were. Pe you were petrified because this yeah, is. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, 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 have to, I have to edit out all these horrible curse words. Um, oh my god, we're yeah. from the south, Josh. Yeah, no, Come no, on. No, we're from Texas. <laughs> but uh, so you know, and when I asked you if it was black, I already knew what you had said. But I, yeah, I guess I kind of I should have said I should have the way I should have worded it was like. Was it black, but I guess aging, as you said, but it just, you know. Yeah, it was, you could tell that it, it had aged and. But the original fur was black. Well, yeah, it had to have been. So do you think that this could have been a, this, this was not the same creature you saw before or maybe. And, and what I'm trying to get at is like, okay, do you, you know how you told me and, and the audience, you know, the, the, the PRT family, I guess the, the encounters in episodes 22 and 23. Yeah. Do you, do you think this could have been the same thing? No. Well, the same thing. Yeah, the same kind of creature, but not the, not the same, same one, creature obviously. though. Not like one that used yeah. that, that was from years ago. No, I don't have. No, I'm. I've had several encounters. I don't believe I've ever been followed around. I don't believe anything's following me. It's just I'm a little bit more sensitive and susceptible to things like that. You know, when it comes to entities, I am. I always have been, but. No, this wasn't, it wasn't the same, the same, it was the same kind, but not the, the exact same one. Nothing, nothing on the spiritual side, like, you know, like you said, in the house, there's been no activity, nothing like that, nothing going on. No, uh -uh. everything in the house is, you know, it's, it's, it's always calm. I never get any, any feelings like that from anywhere on the ranch besides there are a few, like I said, well, there's, there's three places that, um, other family members have said that they feel like they're being watched when they go for walks and things like that. And they'll hear tree branches break. And I was told this particular person had told me about it one time and said that this person heard same popping noise. And it was very early in the morning before the sun was up all the way. And it was still kind of, you know, dusky outside. So when she told me that before, before I this encounter happened last week, when she had told me that, I automatically knew what it was when she said that. That's just like I said. That's a that's a sound you never forget. You don't. Yeah, and the popping noise is very is very yeah. common amongst. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah. 
I, I still don't know exactly what that is. I have theories like they move up and down, their hips pop, you know, when they're when they're moving. I don't know, and I really don't want to think about it. <laughs> no. Because it freaks me out, like really, really, really freaks me out. That I think is that noise is more terrifying than actually seeing it to me, if that makes any sense to you, because it's just you know when what you hear is. that noise and you can't you can't see it you you know it's there but you don't know where it is you don't know yeah you don't know what vicinity what area it's in or if it's you know right across the fence line from you but yeah it's i i don't like that feeling at all well I, and i don't want you to have that feeling <laughs> i wish i could do something to help you but uh i'm not a therapist and I can't, I can't, uh, and I'm not a uh, scientist. I can't tell you what this is. I mean, I do yeah, appreciate no, I mean, you coming I'm, back. I'm okay. and, no, I mean, I appreciate you coming back and telling me the encounters. I just wish I could do, there's something that I could do, but I mean, you know, there's really nothing you can do. I mean, it's. Well, yeah, no, there's not. I mean, when, when this kind of thing happens to some people, either you can process it eventually and you you learn to accept it or you don't and you just block it out altogether and don't even remember it or you can let it let it mess you up yeah basically let it destroy you and i'm just the kind of person that i've i've come to accept yeah that's what i saw yeah those things do exist and they can just leave me alone and i will leave them alone so yeah, well, hopefully, you know, and and you you the, the one that the one that you saw, the one that was black at one time, but you look like it it looked like it aged. D- do you do you th- did that one? It wasn't really. It was just doing its own thing, right? Like it wasn't really like uh, you. It don't was think just you- sitting there watching us. That's all it was doing was sitting there watching us, and I did not. From that one, of course, I got weird feelings. Like I got you know, feelings of being watched. And then I got a feeling of curiosity. And then I, I did not get a feeling of aggression. Honestly, I didn't. Um, that's what I, like I first picked up on was, was like curiosity. It was just basically, it made me feel like it was wondering what we were doing. That's all. Well, at that's least the there's that. I, I mean, at least you got that, yeah. that, that you don't have, it, it wasn't, uh, you know, you didn't get the sense of evil and, you know, but you felt dread. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it, it was, it was a feel. there, it wasn't a feeling of aggression, but it was a feeling of, you know, it was wondering what we were doing. Um, it, it's kind of hard to explain while I'm saying it. I will explain uh, this to you. Um, a, a few weeks ago, I started getting that weird feeling, you know, one night we were at the house and me and Nathan, it was really late. And uh, we were watching TV and we heard something outside and he got to where he would joke around and it was not a joke to me because it would really tick me off. And he knew that it would get under my skin, but he would, he'd be like, Hey, is your friend here? Hey, is your, don't, don't do that. Like, I, I, I don't like that. And he popped off and he said that. And I was like, you know, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. I think it's outside. And he was like, well, how's it making you feel right now? Because I got up and I was like pacing back and forth. Like I was really, really nervous and my, my anxiety was through the roof and he was, he was talking to me and he was asking me questions. And I told him, um, you know, the way it was making me feel and, and it was, it was scaring me. And then he was like, well, I want to ask you this. And I was like, okay, you know, go ahead and ask me. And he was like, well, I'm kind of nervous about asking you this while you're feeling this way. And I'm, I don't want you to have like a panic attack. I was like, just, just freaking ask me, you know, cause I was trying to get my mind off of it. He said, um, 
do you think that it would ever be able to physically hurt someone? And I told him, I said, the feeling that I'm getting right now is just, it, it, it wants to, it wants to scare you. It wants to intimidate you. And then all of a sudden it popped in my my head, the word yet. And I told him, I said, it can't, like, I'm telling you, Josh, like I'm talking to you right now, that word popped into my head as clearly as I'm talking to you right now. And I told him, I said, it can't right now, but it can't yet. And he was like, well, what do you mean? I said, that's exactly what I mean is just the way that I just said it. That's all that I got. And that, that really scared the bejesus out of me, like, like for real, because that was intentional. That was, that was it letting me know that, Hey, I I know what I want to do basically. And I know eventually I'm going to, and that right there, I did not, I didn't have a panic attack, but I I went in the bathroom and I locked the door like it was going to do any good, but I just, I went in there, I took my Bible with me and I just locked myself in the bathroom and he asked me if I was okay. I said, yeah, I'm okay. Even though he was locked on the other side of the door, mind you. (laughs) Do you think that, do you think that it will at some point try to hurt you? Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I will tell you, it's the same thing that, that is watching the other individual. I will tell you that I know for a fact that it is because that's that, that when, when he asked me that, that is what popped into my head was that individual. It was directed at that individual and not, well, not just that, not just her, but you know, at me as well. And it was not directed at all towards my boyfriend. And for some reason I get, I get this feeling that it just doesn't, it doesn't want anything to do with him. And that's the scary thing. Like it it won't. (laughs) It's scary because it wants you, not him. Right. I mean, I don't know what it wants. I'm just saying just the way that it makes me feel. And uh, you know, I asked him if it makes, if he feels anything else besides sick to his stomach or anything. And he said, no, you know, I should get sick to my stomach sometimes. And, and, and every once in a while, he said that he feels like he's being watched, but it's not a big deal. It doesn't go into depth. It just goes away. It's there. And then it goes away. And I'm just like, okay, you know, but the other individual and myself, it, it just, for some reason, I really felt like it was projected towards wow. female, yeah. like towards a woman. Yeah, I get it. And yeah, that, that's what, what got me the most. I will tell you that I have not. That's weird because right now, what we, I, this is weird because right now while we were just now talking, I wasn't feeling anything. I mean, I, I didn't feel any kind of sense of fear or danger or anything like that. But when you were talking, I got the impression, I don't know why, but in my mind that it, it shows itself to you. Um, and, and I think that, I think you have a past history. I just, I don't know. I just get this, I just, I just had this weird feeling like, I just, I don't know. No, I, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. because I just, I, uh, I honest to God, just got an extremely weird feeling myself and I don't like it. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's odd. Cause usually, um, you know, I'm able to, yeah, to, to process and like talk about these things and it doesn't really bother me to talk about these things, but just now, just for some reason, I got a really weird, uh, vibe. I don't, um, no, like really, I don't, I don't like the way that I'm feeling right now. It's just, well, no, you know I'm what? Okay. We can, we can, we can cut it short. I mean, you can, um, you know, if you feel like you need to go inside, I can totally understand that. And, uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm good. That's what I'm saying is, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just, 
I mean, don't, I, don't I, feel I, like you have to be on the phone with me. Oh, no, you know. I don't. I'm going to tell you right now, if I get scared enough, I will go in the house. I, am not, I will leave the phone sitting <laughs> yeah, on the Because I, 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 I don't want you to feel like, you know, you're <laughs> obligated to sit here and talk to me at your own peril, you know. No, no, I'm not. Okay. Uh, right. I'm fine. It's, I, I'm okay. It just, I just get got a little nervous there for a second when you were talking about that because honestly, that that feeling it it just it scares me because it makes me think that that it wants someone that's like to be around someone that's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I will tell you that my boyfriend is in no way that kind of a person. Like he does not get scared easily. He does not get intimidated easily. No, I'm not just saying that because we're dating. I'm saying that because that's just that's the kind of person that he is. He's yeah. just a, you know. So I, th- I think it, it picks up on that. And, you know, then me and the other individual, you know, obviously we're a lot smaller and things. We- weaker to, to, to you know, yeah, sort of thing. exactly. Yeah. And, um, and I've just, often wondered it, how these things work. Like if, because a lot of times people say, well, they don't hurt people. Well, we, they, they, you don't know that. I mean, exactly. those are the people that, that, that live to tell about it, that tell their story. But if you know, I mean, look at the David Polites with the missing 411. People go missing all the time. You don't know what happened to these people. You don't know where they're at. I mean, you don't know. <laughs> it, could, it could be anything. I mean, you know, so people, it's, it's very irresponsible of, of a lot of these podcast hosts and, so-called researchers, oh, they don't hurt people. They haven't hurt you yet or they haven't hurt other people yet that you know of. I mean, or people aren't reporting it. Um, but I guarantee exactly you, the yeah. Word yes. Yeah, or, or, or they've hurt people we just don't know about it. I mean, those people didn't live to tell about it. You don't know the situation. I mean, I just know that from what people have told me, you know, there have been many, many people who've been chased and attacked and, and threatened by these things. But a lot of times when they don't do that, though, you still they still get this sense of dread, this overwhelming feeling of terror and, and evil. Um, you know, and yeah. I think it's I think it's really silly when people try to tell us how they're just they're just like animals or just creatures, the normal creatures. Like that does not that's not a normal creature, okay? It's not an animal. It's not what they are, okay. But uh, I, I don't I don't advise anyone to go around living in fear. Just every everywhere you walk, you know, there's one. You know, you're going to be attacked. I don't I don't you know. People have accused me of that of fear mongering. I'm like, that's not fear mongering. That's trying to get people to stay healthy and alive. Yeah. You know, I just and people, just, you know, they're, they're going to go out and do what they're going to do. I can't control what everybody does, but I can tell you right now, um. Living your life in fear isn't isn't the uh, the answer, but also living carelessly and just thinking that this thing's not going to hurt you if you run into one. Oh well, they don't ever hurt anybody because there's certain podcasters who will sit there and tell people, and they're adamant that they never hurt anybody and that they don't do nothing yeah. wrong. And you're just like, God, these people are so uh, just off base, and shame on them for when something does happen to somebody, you know. And then, of course, they won't take responsibility for it. But uh, yeah. So uh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and let you let you get back inside, um, so you can get out of, get out of there yeah, because I don't want you I to was... be you know feeling like that. And and uh, thank you for for talking to me. And and I'm glad that we uh, we connected and we were able to talk about this. And thank you for giving me these stories for the show. Um, you know, gosh, I wish I wish there was something more I could do. I mean, you know. No, it's it's okay. It, it's fine. I'm I'm just good. Just be on high I, uh, alert. You know, that's all you can yeah, do. Yeah, I, I always am. I just 
Well, with that being said, I'm I'm gonna I'm just extremely uncomfortable. I'm gonna grab my stuff and go inside because I just don't like the feeling that I'm getting from a certain area. So it's it's really freaking me out. Yeah. Like like really really bad. So. So and I'll talk to you again, Brenda. Yeah, yeah. Just just give me a call later. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go in the house. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. So. That was Brenda Armstrong, formerly Brenda Tice, who was uh, on our show before, and uh, obviously she's not getting a real good feeling about where she's, you know, what's going on. So uh, I guess from everybody here at Paranormal Roundtable, PRT, uh, good night. <laughs>